What up, everybody? This is Dario Hunt from Living Life Fearless, and we are back with episode three of season two of The Fearless Show. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Dries Walker. Say hello to everybody. What's up, everybody? It's Artist D. Walker. Welcome back to episode three of season two, Fearless Show. Appreciate you. So our last episode, we were talking about the Oscars and our predictions for all the winners and nominees. And since then, it's it's come and gone. So it's time to talk about it and see. Let's talk how about we did. the Oscars. Oh man! Well, first, let's talk about what you think about the show in general. <laughs> the show was the show was crazy. It was interesting. There were some. There were a lot of passionate speeches. Uh, it was. There was an interesting. A very standout moment. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't even, you know, I think everyone who watched the Oscars knows what the standout moment was. It was almost like the uh, Grammy moment, like with Adele giving props to Beyonce. It was a similar situation that happened on the Oscars. But we'll talk about that maybe later after our picks or we could talk about it now either way but yeah i don't know because of that moment it just like kind of like just reassured me that oh yeah it's still the oscars we're cool like don't ever forget (laughs) (laughs) um i will say first first foremost it's a long ass show (laughs) oh my god oh yeah way longer than i expected three hours yeah i know I was, I was like, damn. And that's was, not even everything. Like, imagine yeah. having to be there. They're definitely there for at least, <laughs> at least six hours. Yeah. That's it, some long-ass production. It gets pretty fucking lengthy. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Kimmel, I think he did an all right job. Um, forgettable. For the most part. Very I don't forgettable. Think he was, I don't <laughs> think he was, you know... Yeah, like you said, he's he's not something that I will be very, very memorable for most people because he didn't really have that many moments where like he was that funny, like where Chris. It's Rock, almost like was he even there for me? Like, like he was there, but he wasn't really there to me. Like there's so much other things happening, but he def- wasn't. He was like, he wasn't even a hype man, like a host. Like he was just kind of like. A narrator of sorts like he wasn't like you know he was in front of the camera but he still seemed like behind the scenes <laughs> yeah his skits were very mild he's way more mild than chris rock when he hosted last year yeah um, obviously chris rock had the oscar so white thing so it was kind of perfect for him but still you have right. like all this stuff going on with trump and everything and it's still you think you know, I expect a little bit more from him, and right. it was pretty mild overall. I will yeah. say that the rivalry between him and Matt Damon is possibly <laughs> the funniest shit in Hollywood, though. <laughs> right? It's it's so funny that that feud is like Drake beefing with somebody <laughs> in the industry. It's like it's the like most non-threatening, like upsetness. <laughs> but it's fucking hilarious. Like when he was presenting the nominees and he was getting played off while he was presenting that shit yeah. was pretty funny uh, but outside of that it. he was pretty you know just whatever and uh, mm-hmm. the show in general was kind of kind of boring for me I'm not yeah. gonna lie mm-hmm. he did I only thing. watched because I wanted to see who won in particular categories so yeah. I just wanted and to see he, certain like he did moments. the whole thing with the with the people coming in off the bus and that yeah. dragged on forever. And I was like, all right, now time to wrap this up. It's there were some extended cuts that were unnecessary. Like what is, what is, what is this part for? Like Yeah, compared to last year's it was definitely definitely a letdown. Yeah. Except for the ending. Right. <laughs> for those of you that don't know the ending, which I don't see how you don't know, but they had another Steve Harvey debacle on their hands. Yep. Yeah, pulled the Steve. This time for the best picture, you know, the biggest award of the night. <laughs> they announced La La Land as the winner when, in fact, it was Moonlight. And yeah. they let the guy, like, three or four of the people from La La Land go on their 
congratulate their thank you speeches before they started talking. La La Land started saying thank you, holding the statues. They had the statues in hand. We're like, oh, thank you. And then he was like, this is a mistake. A dude ran on stage, <laughs> said this is a mistake. He grabbed the card. It looked like, I don't know if he had a different card and then showed them what the real card was. Like they had the wrong card and then grabbed that card back. Or if it was just the card that he read wrong. But something happened and... They read the wrong card. It, it was the wrong card. They gave him the wrong card, and it was for the. They gave him the card that had already been used. It was for um, best actress in leading role. Yeah, and that's why uh, the guy he kept looking around. I forgot what his name was. Um, I forget too. But he was. He was. He kept. He did like three look arounds and yeah, didn't like, want to uh, say. Are you Are you sure? Yeah, and and then his co. Host or his co-announcer who was up there, she was like, "Yeah, say it." Like she said that everybody heard her say, "Say it." And then he looked at it, and then like kept trying to like hand it to her to say. So he didn't oh, he even did say it. To her to say it. She said. She it. said it. She said the winner is La La Land, and then they come up on stage. I couldn't believe it. I was like, "Wait, what?" He's like, "The winner is Moonlight." Here's the proof. And he shows the card. He opens the card and shows it to the camera. It says the best picture. Like, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I did not expect that to happen at the Oscars. I don't think anybody expected that to happen at the Oscars. It, but it was so well done. Like, it seemed like, I feel like there had to be a couple people in on that. Like, there was somebody in on the joke. Like, that. <laughs> Thinking like we had to spice this up somehow. This shit was Man, so boring. Like remember in the last podcast when we were talking about our picks, I was saying that the Oscars would want to pick La La Land, but I want uh Moonlight to win. Like that's who I would want to win this award. So like didn't I watch that unfold? And I was like, What? Are you serious? Like, how is this possible? Like the two cards, like there's other people, but like that card because they won, they got the the glass card or some shit. That was so weird. I just didn't like. I was like, that was unexpected, and like just like you said, a Steve Harvey kind of thing. Like, yeah, <laughs> I felt for you know Kimmel. He definitely was like freaking out. You tell. Like, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> trying to, he was trying to. He had jokes. no idea what to do. Like. <laughs> Definitely ruined his whole ending to the night. Like I'm sure he had something planned, you know, yeah. to say some type of skit or something. They were like, yeah, you and can't that do that. Like, like fucked everything up. Like, yeah. yeah, that was definitely the most exciting moment of the night because overall that shit was pretty fucking boring. Mm-hmm. Um, you had your usual, as expected, you know, shots at Trump. Um, and I thought yeah. it was ironic that two movies, one about Syria, um, and one produced yeah. in Iran. I thought it was pretty ironic that those two won that night. Right. That was Especially pretty Especially considering, you know, it was right after his little immigration ban. Yeah, I know. That was so strange. That was awesome. There was a lot of interesting moments, like, in terms of who won, and then just that one moment that we mentioned live. But other than that moment, there were a couple good speeches, though. There were a few. Yeah, speeches. there were a few. Uh, there was a lot of the expected political kumbaya um yeah diversity plenty of good, politi- you know. plenty of political speech like so you know it's become the new tradition apparently after leo Di- dicaprio and Mer- meryl streep did it it became cool but i think other than that i feel like a lot of speeches were pretty much kind of let down too even like casey affleck's uh best oscar mm-hmm. best oscar speech that was pretty yeah. Anticlimactic, you know. Right. <clears throat> yeah, it, like it was a letdown. Yeah. The only way I'll say you had a really good one was Viola Davis. And she always does exactly. it, like, extremely long monologues, but I know, right? I expected her to talk for a while. I expected yeah, she her to break that. You know. But that was record breaking because um she she became the first woman to like get an acting award and like all the three major uh award show things like the tony awards and uh the other thing so like she's the first like black woman to ever do that so that was like she joined a new club when she got that oscar yeah i mean she's dope she she deserved it 
So let's just go ahead and jump into the winners. Yep. And see how we did. And uh, I can tell you that I'm pretty sure I kicked your ass again. <laughs> Man. That's so, okay. I got. We'll just I, start with the big I, one. It wasn't just a knockout, though. You didn't just you didn't just tear me apart. We'll see. Let's see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> so we'll start with the best picture. Best picture. Um, you picked. I picked La La, La, La Land. Land. And I picked, you picked. Manchester by the Sea. Manchester by the Sea. And <laughs> the winner was Moonlight. Moonlight, which I should have fucking picked. I'm you sorry. wanted to. I wanted to. I wanted to real bad, but I I chose not to because I was trying to go with what I thought the Oscars would ju- would vote for it, which was stupid. So, like, Moonlight ended up winning after technically. I mean, you almost had a win. They almost did announce lot. <laughs> so hey, I'll get. Let me get a half point for that one. Just to you, ain't no I'll way you get a half point for that one. <laughs> but you almost you almost had a win. <laughs> you were you were so close, so close. And then they snatched it from up under you. It's gone. So nobody <laughs> gets a point for that no one. No points for anyone on that category. Then there was actor in a leading character in a leading role. Hmm. Actor in a leading role. Nominees were Casey Affleck, Andrew Garfield, Ryan Gosling, Viggo Mortensen, and Denzel Washington. And mm-hmm. you went with. Ryan Gosling. I do. And I told you, it wasn't even going to be close. It was going to be Casey <laughs> Affleck from Manchester by the Sea. <laughs> you did say that. It's on record. And Casey Affleck won for Manchester by the Casey Sea. Casey Affleck won for Manchester by the Sea. This is Nobody true. was surprised in that one. This is true. Oh, some people were surprised by mm, some many. controversy in his personal life. <laughs> we're not going to talk about it. But that's why some people were surprised. Yeah, because but once he got that nomination, it was pretty much guaranteed that he was going to win that one. I know. If you saw the movie, you would know this. I know, but still, that type of controversy in your personal life really ruins people's like shit. Like that well, na- that happened to the director now, so. of Nat Turner. Like when he made Nat Turner, then his personal life stuff came out. Then like, but all of a sudden, it didn't get. If it would have got nominated, then I think it would have been different for him too. It would have been different. But I didn't get that. So, Anyways, actor in the supporting role. Casey Affleck. And that's one point for me. Zero points for you. Zero. Actor in the supporting role. My Charlotte Ali, Jeff Bridges, Lucas Hedges, Dev Patel, and Michael Shannon. And you went with My Charlotte Ali. I did. I was wavering between Lucas Hedges and My Charlotte Ali. Mm-hmm. I thought Lucas Hedges might sneak in. Yeah, for his child acting, that wouldn't have hated you for it. Teenage was... acting, but <laughs> but but ultimately, I chose my Charlotte Ali too. So we both get a point for we that. We tied, so I got a point. It's one to two. <laughs> so next, actress in the leading role: Emma Stone, Isabel Hubert, Ruth Nega. Natalie Portman and Meryl Streep. And you went with Natalie, Natalie Portman. Portman. And, you and went the winner with? was Emma Stone, <laughs> Emma who Stone. I chose. <laughs> who you chose. Three to one. Three to one. Congrats to Emma good. Stone, though. That's pretty dope. I told you she was going to win one. I told you. <laughs> I'm glad she did. She's a great actress, really, though. Actress in a supporting role. Viola Davis, Naomi Harris, Nicole Kidman, Octavia Spencer, and Michelle Williams. You chose Viola Davis, who was the winner. <laughs> and I chose Naomi Harris. Which is not the, the winner. <laughs> One of, of several losers. But, yes. So, that's a point on the board for me. Two to three. But yeah, like we said, Viola Davis had uh, a very moving, however long acceptance speech. monologue. Yeah, acceptance monologue, speech. Yeah, very. But like I said, it was it was groundbreaking because it like 
put her in a new club that wasn't just Oscar specific. So that was cool. So shout out to Viola Davis. Shout out Viola Davis. Killing it as always. Killing it. So documentary feature. OJ Made in America, Fire at Sea, I Am Not Your Negro, Life Animated, and 13th. Mm-hmm. I chose OJ Made in America, the winner. The winner. And you chose 13th. 13th. Which I still think could have won. But uh, I, to- I, I told you it's OJ. <laughs> it was too big. Everybody saw it. He was. It was. Going it, to was it was too big. It was too big. You're right. <laughs> Four to two. Four to two. Just keep rack- Let's just keep racking this up. Let's just keep <laughs> on rolling. What else do we got? We got a... Uh... We'll go Best Picture. Moonlight, Arrival, Fences, Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, Hidden Figures, La La Land, Lion, and Manchester by the Sea. Mm-hmm. You wanted to go safe. You tried... Oh, wait. No. No, not on Best Picture. I'm tripping. <laughs> we'll go um writing for an adapted screenplay. Oh, okay. Moonlight, Arrival, Fences, Hidden Figures, and Lion. Yeah. You chose Moonlight and I chose Moonlight. For a good point. Best adapted Five to three. Um, for the writing. Nice. So, writing original screenplay. Original. Manchester by the Sea, Hell or High Water, La La Land, The Lobster, and 20th Century Women. I was very confident in this one, and it was Manchester by the Sea was the winner. Yep. I chose La La Land. I was wrong. You chose La La Land. <laughs> Another point for me. <laughs> Adding them let's up. Let's go. Cinematography. Mm-hmm. La La Land. Arrival. Lion. Moonlight. And Silence. <laughs> Cinematography. Moonlight. You did. And I went with La La Land. Yeah. And the winner was... La La Land, I lost again. Another point on the board. This is getting ugly. <laughs> this is getting ugly. Nah, man. You just got lucky. You got lucky again. <laughs> Yet again, Dario final- got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> he got lucky. In the final one. category, La La Land, for the final category for directing, La La Land, Arrival, Hacksaw Ridge. Manchester by Sea, Moonlight. You went with Moonlight. I went with La La Land. And the winner was La La Land. La La Land. <laughs> yep. Damien Chazelle became the youngest ever to win the Best Directing Oscar at the age oh, wow. of 32. Oh, wow. That's awesome. That's dope. Congrats. That's amazing. So let's just count this up. The... I have eight points. Yep. You have three. You got three. A solid three, though. (laughs) (laughs) I should technically four. (laughs) I got all the ones we got right except for one, I believe. Yeah. No, two. Two. I got. I missed two. That's it. Yeah. Supporting actress and best picture. Mm -hmm. So that's. The Grammys. You almost lost on me. that supporting actor. You Oscars. almost lost on that actor, though. That that Oscars. that Mahashala. Win for me. <laughs> <laughs> Can't fuck with my squad. Uh, <laughs> Just wait till the next award show, homie. I'm coming for you. you <laughs> oh, look, I'm telling you, you, can't mess with me when it comes to this culture, man. <laughs> man, that's okay. Trust me. You've had your wins. Yeah. You got your W's. You gave a, you gave a respectable effort. I just 
It's tough. I'm tough to beat when it comes to these cats. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but that's it for the Oscars. Wrap that up. Yeah. Have you been watching anything new lately? Mm. Yeah, lots come out since the Oscars. So now that's, that's all done. Um, let's see. Something that just came out. So interestingly enough, a friend of a friend works for Marvel and they hooked me up with a free ticket to, uh, a screening for the new Marvel show, Iron Fist. So Iron Fist is a Netflix show and it just came out. So it was cool. I just like went to that and then I watched the show. I'm not done with the season, but it changes the whole perspective when you get to see it in a theater. So that's really crazy. Um, I am. I just binge watched it. Yeah. I I think I have like one episode. Yeah. Like I I should have finished it by now, but, you know. I just finished it a few days ago. Nice. Um, I wasn't that impressed. Yeah, that's what I've been trying to figure out. They're, they build up a lot. There's, they just build up too much suspense. And then, like, it doesn't do much. Like, it still had that. It like, feels like you're just constantly hook. setting it up. Like, it's a constant setting up for something. But the something is like what you're always waiting for. <laughs> it still had that hook, you know, where of that Netflix show where like ah, I just gotta watch the next one. I gotta gotta watch the next one. Yep. So I still felt like I needed to watch the next one, but mm-hmm. it never really paid off for me, and it never. That wasn't too much memorable for me. Like Daredevil yeah. first season was very memorable for me. Right. When it came out, and this one was not, I don't, it's hard to put a finger on it, but yeah. it was just like. I mean, the problem for me is I kind of went into it comparing it to Arrow, because the story is almost exactly the same for people true. who know. Very similar. Except one's a plane crash in the mountains, the other's a plane crash in the ocean, except, and Arrow's plane crash, he was older than the young man who well he was a boat a boat a boat yeah not a plane crash a boat crash in the ocean for era but still some rich kid shit private boat private jet I mean that's I think that's a problem about a lot of these shows right now is that they all kind of and a lot of Marvel problems they're all pretty much the same story if you think about it a rich white guy yeah has some type of tragedy right. that strikes him and he has to go to some far off land to like figure it out and learn some other ways of thinking. Yeah. And then he comes back to where he's from and saves the day. Right. You exactly. Know? Exactly. So it's the whole it's, <laughs> a, it's a whole white savior thing. Yeah. And they're all pretty much rich white guys who all of them, all of like it's crazy. Except go through tragedy and come I back. I mean, not all of them, but like just but a large majority. A large of them. Iron of Man, them. Iron Man, Batman, Arrow, Arrow. um, Iron Fist, Iron Fist, Doctor Strange. Yeah, like a lot of them have this problem, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it becomes it's just not interesting anymore. Right, <clears throat> and the fact that they spent so much time on him coming back and being in boardrooms mm. and all this boardroom drama was a waste of time. Yeah. That shit was For boring. real. Like, we don't care. Like, that was... And it didn't go anywhere. For real. And, like, they built up this whole four-episode thing about him trying to prove who himself, to prove who he is. Right. You know? That was... And then in one second, forever. it was just like... That took forever. And then in one second, it was, oh... Yeah, we don't care anymore. You are him. Exactly. And <laughs> okay. he's not mad like, anymore. He doesn't care. I'm yeah. just okay. Yeah, it was And then they're allowed to was, be um, mad at you again for some random boardroom shit. Like some fucking are you kidding me? I was so mad. Like I was getting mad about like <laughs> like why are you here? You're not here for this like boardroom stuff right now. Like what do you 
Exactly. Like, why don't you You're just let them be... run the company and keep your shares? Just, just pop your face in. But he was like, nah, I'm going to bring in my dad's like, legacy. I, I don't know how many times he was saying, I'm the immortal fist, the living weapon. But it just... I was like, you're telling me this, you're telling me but you're this. not showing yeah, me. Yeah, all you do yeah. is one time you break a wall every, like, three episodes. Like, yeah. you bust through you're a wall every three <laughs> Like, and then you show us your martial arts, the rest of it, when you, we know your fist could just crush somebody's body through their chest, through their spine. But you don't do any and of that's that. The... You just pretend like you're getting beat up. Like, what? what is that? Yeah, that's that's another big problem I have. That just the martial arts was not good. It was way um, too. It was like a weak choreograph. Super choreographed, a ton of cuts. You can tell like he was not ready to do these scenes, the fight scenes, right. and they tried to mask it as much as they could, and it just all the fight scenes felt very flat and like like I said, super choreographed and. Iron Fist, for those that don't know, is supposed to be mm. Marvel's greatest martial artist. Right. Hands down. You know, Supposed and, to be. It just didn't feel like that at no. all. No. Because what's crazy is like you keep feeling like the uh the female lead, I forgot her name, but she's the one that runs the dojo, the Colleen Wing. Yeah, she's a a pretty strong character. She's pretty tight. Honestly, her scenes, she's her fight young. scenes are raw. Like, I don't want to give away too much, but her fight scenes are raw as fuck. Like, remember yeah, she has those two scene. scenes? Like, two two very crude, like, two, her two scenes in the underground were, like, some of the best moments in the whole show. You know? Yeah, for sure. Her, those, the cage fights yeah. were, were damn good. They're the best in the show. Right? Um, I was like, I was super excited for the show just because I'm a huge kung fu, old school kung fu yeah. guy. And the whole character Iron Fist was based on, you know, 70s kung fu movies mm-hmm. in the first place. Right. So I was expecting them to lean very heavily on like that kung fu type of feel and, right. and direction. And they definitely did not go that way. And no. they did not do their kung fu influences any type of justice at all. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So it was just I don't know. It was very disappointing. Yeah. I, I did hear that um, Rizza from Wu Tang. I heard Rizza actually directed like an episode, episode six. six. Episode six. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> just like they tried to do the whole like drunken masters. Like they they tried to pay they pay homage tried. to. To a lot of these kung fu scenes, like there's the Inner the right. Dragons kind of type of scene when he did the And challenge. they're almost good. But the problem was, like you said, at the beginning of the show, you wasted so many so, so much. much time on 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 some nonsense. Like we don't care about him trying to prove he's him and like going to a mental hospital. Like and nothing really yeah. ha- like and that was so like much time wasted. I was like, fuck this bullshit right now. Like how? Why is he still drugged? Like this is easy work. If he went to some place that's not connected to Earth, and for and somebody he got a superpower to channel this, it's like get the what? It just didn't make sense to me because for somebody who has been training for fifteen years to be this, fifteen and like years brainwashed, yeah, and, and like indoctrinated into this and some of like the cutscenes of him being a little boy like when the, those look pretty graphic because he's like having to channel his 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 chi into his fist while he's being smacked with like sticks hella hard while he's bleeding he bled internally i saw him like he just like spit out blood as like a, a teenager you know and like those... was trying to channel those were some cool cutscenes, but like you don't see that savage like like kind of like they like should have focused more on Kunk, on Kunk, his growing up in Kun Lung. Those yeah. that whole situation is way more interesting than some boardroom bullshit. Like exactly. way more interesting. Where was that? They should have had a good child actor to hold that spot down. He gains his power by punching his fist into a dragon's heart. And you don't think we want to see that shit on screen? Like I I don't, exactly. I don't know. It's just 
it was just underwhelming and and it was definitely rushed you can feel it was rushed the choreography was terrible the storytelling wasn't that great and the way it ended was dumb as fuck yeah well don't say too much about the ending I'm I'm not going to tell you the ending but you're not going to (laughs) be happy with it I can already tell because what I was saying earlier to somebody I work with that was basically uh, it feels like the ultimate build up to a sequel where they're trying to combine their television shows together like to make some cool cameos for like oh it's a direct lead into the Defenders yeah exactly coming out so in that, fall yeah so that's what I'm saying it's like they're trying they're basically, it feels like a, a space filler for the arrival of the Defenders. It is a complete space filler, and it feels like they're trying to tell his real story in season yeah. two. It's like it's like the the movie version of a mixtape, where the episodes of <laughs> of Iron Fist <laughs> for season one. Uh-huh. It was like a, it was like Iron Fist the mixtape. Like <laughs> it was weak. Like Daredevil fight yeah. scenes were so fucking good. Yeah, so brutal, and then to Daredevil. Have this, like, Daredevil took it up a notch. Like that show, I was I was shocked. Honestly, I didn't think it was gonna because I almost got bored. Like season one was okay, but like season two, season two was Punisher. Savage. Oh, oh my I god! Wait. I can't wait for the Punisher. That's the what show I really can't wait the for. Punisher. Them, the well, Punisher. Because TV like show. they already showed us what he can do, so like yeah. you can't go down from there. Like I can't wait to some see of the most. That was like the most raw. My one of my most favorite fight scenes on Netflix television is the Punisher in the hallway when Fist shuts him down. Uh, it was that was oh that was yeah. fucking amazing. That shit was so brilliant and like. Uh, I I just that's the show. That show. I'm, I'm I'm probably more pumped for Punisher season than the Defenders, honestly. Yeah, I and mean I honestly am too because it's real. That was like before Deadpool came out, wasn't it? Yeah, that was like or, before or Deadpool. Around, I feel like or, yeah, or around before, it could have been around. Or around. It, it was, was like, around the time. Yeah, but it was just like see, getting to see like real violence, like but in this like. Survival oh, way, because the Punisher was like surviving to do. He had to do it to survive. That's what was so different about it. It he was plays crazy. the role perfectly. Yeah, exactly. That whole scene when he's being tortured and when he finally breaks free, and I, yeah, I was like, all right, this is the fucking Punisher right here. Right, I was like the best one I've ever seen. He's the Punisher. So I can't wait. I can't wait to see that. Um, yeah, I, I've been watching another Marvel show <laughs> called Legion. Oh, I haven't jumped on that yet. I heard about it. It's interesting. It's almost over. I think it's only a eight episode run the first time. I hope it gets extended because mm-hmm. it's very interesting. Um, yeah. Basically, he's a mutant, um, and he has split personality disorder. Basically, but oh wow! But his split personalities are like real, and like. They all have different person's powers. Oh, what? And like they're all kind of fighting. It's to called Legion. His body. That's why That's it's called dope. Legion because it's like he's a the bunch Legion. Of he's the Legion. So he's kind of <laughs> schizophrenic and crazy, kind of. Right. But it's not really schizophrenic. He has like really people living in his head, and like yeah, it's a whole. It's, it's pretty trippy. Like Ooh, they go inside his head, that. and yeah, it, it's it's good. That sounds better than that movie that I watched recently, um, Split. Split. Yeah. Did you see that? I haven't, see, I haven't seen it. Yeah. I heard. A, I heard it wasn't terrible. I heard it wasn't in, like, terrible. Shaman. It wasn't terrible. Honestly, it was back it was, a little bit with that. Uh huh. I heard M M Night was yeah you know, was actually pretty good. I was movie. I was surprised because honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm not well. I don't like M. Night Shyamalan's movies like, I only like 70% one of, of the time. I would say, and that's being generous to say that I, I hate it 70% like one of the time. What, one the movie. Sin- Sixth, Sixth, Sixth Sense? That's the yeah. only movie? That, <laughs> that was like his, his peak. <laughs> Sixth Sense was a beastly movie. Uh, and then he came out with garbage like The Village. Yeah. And then what's the one with the with uh, Mark Wahlberg and like The Wind and shit? The uh, Happening. The Happening. <laughs> Fucking terrible. Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, he did a lot of bad movies. But there's one a movie, un- Unbreakable, that movie with uh, Samuel Jackson. I actually okay, didn't okay. mind that. He did do that. All right, so that's two, uh, two movies. Yeah. Six Cents and Unbreakable, and they both happen to have Bruce Willis in it, which is fine. <laughs> I know, right? That's a, so props to Bruce Willis for making M. Night good. That's yeah. Without you, he's Six suffers. Cents is an all-time classic. All-time yeah. classic. And Unbreakable is very fucking good, too, in its own right. Um, Definitely. But I guess it's because the village and happening are so bad that I'm just like, fuck everything else he does. Bro, you know? I was so mad after the village. Those are the movies. Like, I hate movies that I I watch and literally watch it once and, and never want to see it again. Not that I'm never, like, oh, no, it'd be cool never if saw I, it more than I saw that again. It's like, I, I don't never, I don't even need, it's not like it's scary or oh, blah, blah, blah. I just never want to see that movie again. It was just bad. Like, it was just, that's how you ended the story? You had me, you almost had me going there, and then you I fucking... I did. For a while there, at the beginning of the movie, I was like, okay, this could be decent. Like, let's see where this goes. And then... It goes nowhere. And then it the goes ending backwards. Happened. And I was like, what his, the fuck? His trademark is going backwards. Basically. M. Night. Not every movie needs to have a fucking twist in it. <laughs> have you seen The Happening? No, fuck no. I I, oh I knew God. what it was when I watched. I looked at the. I watched the trailer and oh was like, my Nah. I, I just said, Nah, I can't do I'm it. I'm about to spoil the shadows for you right now. All right, Dude, so I'm never gonna watch it. I don't want to watch it. So I heard it's, a few it's the movie where like people were just randomly killing themselves. <laughs> Remember? Okay. Like, it was like happening. Like in that was the happening. Oh yeah, shit. yeah I, forget I where thought it they was. were just dying. I didn't know that was. It like, was in the northeast. Like they were dying, but like it was because there was something like mass suicide, like mass suicide. Oh. And like wow. everybody was freaking out, and like yeah. they were trying to. Nobody knows why this is happening. Nobody, you know, what I'm saying like can't figure it out. Right. And by the end of the movie, you want to tell you what it was? Mm-hmm. It was fucking wind. The wind. The wind. <laughs> Literally, the wind is what? causing these people to go crazy and kill themselves. Oh, that was his. That God. was his twist. <laughs> and it only happens in like certain cities at, at at a certain point, and it only affected like that area. Oh my God, the wind! So like at chose. one point they they figured it out, and like they hear the wind coming, and they yeah. run inside the house, and then nothing happens. But then they oh. stood outside in the wind, and the wind touched them. Yeah, and the guy fucking killed himself. Oh my God. This was a movie. Serious? This was a legitimate, uh, and they, big budget movie. And it was, like Mark Wahlberg was in. It. Like God, uh, let's be real. Mark's got some questionable choices in this category. That was that was that's questionable one hundred percent. Like, but that movie was fucking stupid. The ending was fucking stupid. Right. But I'm glad to hear M Night did a decent movie finally. Yeah. No, I was so surprised, and it's only because of the actor. Um, Oh, I gotta look up his name real fast. I'm not gonna lie, the trailer did not excite me that much. I thought it was gonna be super fucking weird. Oh, it is super fucking weird. It, honestly, it's not like a great movie. <laughs> like it's it's honestly it it might be in that list. I gotta think about it right now. Like a, a good movie for M Night is a great movie. Because his other ones are so bad that just having a good one. From you know him, what? It's it's a movie that I wouldn't mind watching one more time. Like the other movies, when I watched The Village, I never needed. I was like, this is stupid. Like I get it, I got it, but I'm I, I'm angry that that was a plot twist that that's the highway on the other <laughs> side of the forest. Spoiler alert, because that movie's old. Like, but like, yo, in the it's okay for the blind girl to go because the monsters are the elders who are old as fuck and and might trip and fall and hurt themselves trying to scare people. Like, and they literally did. He and they literally did. Like, falling into his own pit. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <clears throat> like, that was a terrible movie. I was so mad. I was so mad. Like, it was just bad. I just don't Dumb. like. You want to watch two more movies that'll piss you off to no end? <laughs> go watch uh, Silence and go watch Nocturnal Animals. I watched those two recently. <laughs> yeah. And I was fucking angry. I was, I was so mad. Yeah. Silence was a th- is a three hour. Three. 
long fucking movie. And the movie's called Silence, and it's three hours long. Look, man, it was Ooh. directed by Martin Scorsese, and he has some of Scorsese. my favorite movies of all fucking time. So right. I thought it couldn't be that bad, but it, it fucking was. Oh, my God. Just watch the trailer, and mm-hmm. you'll see the highlights of the entire movie. Okay. And you'll be like, I'm not watching three hours, but it was <laughs> the ending was horrible. It was fucking horrible. Right. If you haven't seen my reaction, go go watch it on the site. Okay. And Nocturnal Animals, have you seen that one? No, I haven't seen that one either. Ending was a fucking garbage. Really? No, it was terrible. Terrible. <laughs> I'm like I was just like I remember it ended and I was just hold up. Ain't no way it just ended like that. Yeah, and it just and it just it like, just ended. It ended like that. It's just like <laughs> I hate yeah, I, I hate stuff too. like that. I hate it, but it's weird. The only the it only actually time... had you know some cool shit going for it, and then all of a sudden no, and then it didn't. So <laughs> then it did, right? Have you seen Logan yet? Have you seen what? Logan. Logan, hell yeah, that shit was tough. All right, don't talk about it. I haven't seen it yet. Ah, bro. I'm gonna I'm try to I'm try to get it in this weekend on my Sunday. Man, you have to. And see then we we'll definitely gonna talk about it next time. You have I, you know, to. Wolverine's see like my favorite character, so I, I, can't, I can't believe you haven't seen it, bro. I, I have limited options. I, had, out here, I tried to watch it just to make sure because I figured you'd seen it already. So like I was like, I have, oh I shit, limited, I gotta I have limited this options. <laughs> it did not come out in English out here, so I gotta. Yeah. Gotta gotta drive some distance to the English theater. You, you're gonna rock. So do they do out. subtitles in any theaters? <laughs> you right. They don't. Not not for this one. Surprisingly, uh, Star Wars. I I could see here. Right. They did it in English with uh, French subtitles. Huh. But here it's all French for for Logan. I don't know why. Crazy. Well. But yeah, I'm 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 gonna try to get it in this Sunday. Okay. I've been, I've been hearing some very good things. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, I want to say some things, man. Oh, Don't say a fucking I know, word. I know, bro. But it's Logan, man. You got me thinking about that movie. That movie's all right. We need to switch topics. What else is there? Because <laughs> I oof. oof. Um, you went. You had a recent show. Oh yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, a little bit of why we're delays because I went like I was out of town for a week and like was working. I went to uh, Colorado and I had an art show at the Colorado Springs Fine Arts Center, Uh, and they're connected with Colorado College, which is a private school out there in Colorado Springs. And basically, I had a show at the Fine Arts Center, and I had to like nine to. Maybe it was like 12 pieces. And uh, it was actually really cool. There were, it was a series of my works about uh, like police violence and uh, sort of black stereotyping in the media. And it was really interesting. There was like a really big crowd. So like the opening was actually really cool. I got to fly out there for the opening. And uh, yeah, you know, I met some cool people. And um, it was really cool. There was another artist that I showed with. His name's Floyd Tunson. And, uh, you know, he's like a, an old school cat. Like, he's been in the game for years, you know. He's like, I think he might be 70. Like, he's up there, you know. But um, he was the other artist showing in the ex- exhibition. And I remember going to the Fine Arts Center like four years ago. And he had a retrospective, which is like a survey. It, it basically is a massive display of, you know, one person's work. Um, mm-hmm. Looking back throughout the years of their uh, practice. And, um, you know, he like basically filled the whole like facility, almost like half the whole facility. And it was crazy. So I remembered that. And I had his book. So I took his book back. Um, with me and then I got him to sign it like when we both had a show together at the same space so it was like it was actually really cool so I got to see like my artwork where I saw his artwork in the same space at one point so it was tight dope yeah so when how long is that show going to 
Uh, that show's going up until, um, surprisingly, September 13th, I believe. So uh, if you're in Colorado Springs for, you know, in the next six months or so, make sure you try to get <laughs> yeah, down you, to. I mean, you got some time. Yeah, lots of time. So, yeah, it'll be up for a while. It's crazy. Um, but it's really cool to be part of, like, a museum show. Like, this is, like, one of my first uh, museum-style shows. So, I get to be... Yeah, big time. Yeah, man. Making moves. We out here living life fearless, you know? So Back in the hometown where it all back started. Back in the hometown. That's what was so dope about it. It's like, I got to go back home and, like, show progress. So, that was tight. And uh, talk to some undergrad students. Um, art students we discussed artwork in a way you know we were in the gallery space so I could like break down certain pieces and like answer specific questions on how I handle things it was pretty cool it was like being a teacher for a few days <laughs> nope so if you are in Sea Springs you got a chance go check it out you got six months I've seen the pictures yeah um, we posted some of the pictures online on Living Life Fearless, and it's dope. It definitely looks dope, and you definitely should be something you should check out. You got any? Uh, are there any art shows, new art shows in New York coming up? Definitely. Um, Anybody out there? Man, I'm trying to work on some things. Uh, there was supposed to be a show coming up, but I'm, I feel like... I, I think there's something going on with the facility. I think that uh, one of the armories, not the armory on the pier, but one of the central like city buildings that I was going to have the show in. I believe I mentioned it in my uh, LLF interview. It was uh, the um, 60 Americans show. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. That show might be uh, canceled until uh, the fall. So it might not it might not come back because the building itself I don't think passed like a lead poisoning or lead contamination uh, like sanction. So like the the building got like shut down. So if basically I don't think there's any uh, events that are happening there for a while. So I think that that situation got shut down. But it was like a whole art fair. So it's like hundred or so like galleries and like people that had to cancel their shit you know well but it like i said it should it'll still you know come up eventually if not in the fall so um still working on that i believe there's a catalog going along with that but um yeah i'm just uh working on a new series in the studio too so you know i gotta keep keep you know, keep that fire, keep keep a couple pieces in the vault, you know, so I can be like DJ Khaled and, you know, let one go if anybody acts up. And I'm just, <laughs> just got to keep, keep it holstered all the time. You got to have something coming. So, but yeah, I've been trying to go to some shows. There's so much going on right now. Uh, the Whitney Biennial is going on right now and there's controversy. I don't know if you saw anything about that. No. Um there's an artist, um, a white female artist named uh, Donna Schultz. Oh, wait, not Schultz. It's Shut. Wait. Dana Dana Schultz. Yeah. D-A-N-A-S-C-H-U-T-Z. Dana Schultz. Um, yeah, so... I mean, we'll keep you guys, everybody posted on, you know, obviously new art, new shows, everything coming up. Um, Me personally, this week, we haven't really posted anything because we have been working on a lot of these videos that we needed to catch up on for the YouTube channel. Um, I just did a whole batch of them and uploaded them. So they should be dropping over the next week or so. Mm Mm-hmm. We have a couple more interviews coming up. Um, our hats, our collaboration hats with Access have just been uh, started the final production and they should be shipped out. Shipped out Get your pre-order. Week. Get your pre-order. Order order your Rebel hat. Those hats, psh, those hats are fire. 
they're fire and they will be going out very soon and we will be running out of stock very quickly. Yeah. So if you want a good price and you want a 35% off coupon code, I suggest you pre-order them now. Mm-hmm. Um, because once we get them in hand, they will be going up to its regular price. Yep. So save your we money. Also, order early. We've we've also been hard at work on a couple more collabs. We got fire coming more, up. Some fire you know, flames. So haven't been posting so much uh, recently because been working mm-hmm. on all that other good stuff, but. Yeah, like I said, I've been going to art shows, so I'm going to have some art show reactions coming up. Um, one from Colorado and some from here in New York. Just just got to edit my photos real quick. I'm trying to yeah, get we'll the photos. Yeah, we'll definitely be hitting you guys with the whole wave of, uh, of new stuff over the next couple of weeks. Just been getting things in order. Um, since we last spoke, we are now actively looking for you know, new members of the team, specifically writers um, mm-hmm. who are in love with the culture like we are, whether that's art, film, music, you know, anything mm-hmm. that is dope and creative and, you know, wants to talk about it. Um, specifically young writers, up and coming writers who want to kind of break in to the scene. Um, it's a good place to start. You can come on by, write some posts. Uh, shoot us an email and um, you know we try to find the best and we are definitely expanding very very quickly oh yeah very and have some very big plans for the future so we are looking to expand the team if you know anybody or you yourself would be interested head on over to livelifefearless.co and click on that join the team link and you know we'll see what we can do together yeah yeah let's collab everybody let's do this we're looking for new members if you got the passion and you got the skills let's work but but that's it for episode three of season two of the fearless show we will be back shortly thanks for listening peace